Good afternoon, everybody. It's good to see y'all today. Um, gosh, I'm walking. That's a good thing. Um, the, uh, y'all are probably going to hear about marathon stories for the past, for this coming weekend. I'll be talking about them a homily and probably the next weekend and the next weekend. Um, it was incredible. That last line of the gospel is very much what I feel in my heart. We have seen incredible things today. Uh, Saturday was a phenomenal day of, uh, of not just running, but uh, the people that were there. Um, and I'm going to tie it into the gospel in a second. But, y'all, there was 17,000 runners. 17,000. Plus another 3,000 around the United States running virtually. And then in other continents around the, around the world. They raised over $100 million for St. Jude's. Yeah. It, it plugged me into something what I thought was just going to be this really fun event to go run. But when you got there, it was absolutely magnificent. The way that they displayed everything and the cause and the people's stories. Um, just one person after the other had been affected either by St. Jude's or their grandkid is in St. Jude's or why they're running. Like That was a common question. Why are you running? And everyone had a reason a reason for that cause. So it was absolutely magnificent. And there were it was everything. It was 5K, it was 10K, it was half mile, it was full marathon. People ran it, they walked it. There was all ages doing it, from the little kids to the elderly. If you can walk three miles, you can do this, right? It was absolutely the most magnificent experience of a magnificent number of people coming together for one cause, and that was to help in childhood cancer, right? Reminds me a lot of this uh, gospel reading today because the gospel is really about intercessory prayer. It's about all these friends, these men that come around this one guy who's paralyzed. And they love him so much they want to bring him to Jesus, right? Now, we don't know anything about the guy, really. We don't know how old he was. We don't know why he was paralyzed. We don't know how long he's been paralyzed. We don't know what caused him to be paralyzed. We know nothing of this guy except for one thing. He had good friends. He had really good friends, right? And so we got to imagine in our mind what this moment would have been like, right? It would have been crowded with people all over the place, so much so that they couldn't even get him in to see Jesus. But their love for their friend, they were determined. Nothing was going to stop them from getting their friend to Jesus. So they climb up. I mean, you got to imagine they're bringing him on a stretcher, and they climb up on top of the roof, and they, they cut a hole in this man's roof, a perfect stranger, Right? Could you imagine if somebody did that to your house? Right? They cut a hole in your roof. And not just a little bitty hole. Like you had to put this guy was laid out six feet so. And they lowered him down. What, a, <laughs> what an unbelievable invasion of a person's property in their house. And all of a sudden this dude is coming floating down in front of Jesus. They lowered him perfectly in front of the Lord. And it's really cool. And somehow they must have done like Batman and slid down because they were all there talking to Jesus in the living room, right? And Jesus looks at them, and I'm sure he had to have been utterly amazed. He says, um, he says that they looked at him and they lowered him down and says, um, Jesus saw their faith. Not the paralyzed man's faith. He saw their friend's faith. And said to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven. Now, that's got to make a stop for a second, because that's not why they lowered him down. 
They wanted Jesus to touch him and heal him. But Jesus goes, no, there's something greater happening. His soul is paralyzed. His soul doesn't have any life in it. His soul is dying of grace. So Jesus saw the man's soul, and because of his friend's faith, he forgived him of his sins. Right? That's magnificent. Right? That we can do the same thing with your friends, with your family, with your kids. Sometimes I hear parents say that all the time. My kid is just, he's on his, he or she's on, they're on a dark road, Father. They've just kind of taken their own path. Don't stop praying for them. Keep lowering them down to Jesus because eventually your faith will save them. Right? So don't, like that's the message of today's gospel. Don't give up on praying and interceding for your friends and your family, no matter where they're at, no matter how paralyzed their soul may be, and unresponsive to God's grace. Don't stop praying. Keep praying. Right? Their faith healed them. And then the people look at, this, at Jesus and they go, the Pharisees look at him and go, oh, wait, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Okay, you, you, can, you can heal people, that's really cool, but who but God can forgive sins? Right? Yeah. Who but God can forgive sins? And Jesus knows their heart, it says. He read their heart. And he said to them, so that you will believe that I am who I say I am, that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins. I say to this man, and he turns to the paralyzed guy, rise, pick up your mat, and go home. So the healing was actually a proof that Jesus was God. He was displaying to them who but God can forgive sins? Exactly. And to prove to you that I'm him, here, here's your sign. This paralyzed man got up and walked out. I think it's really interesting that he told him to take his mat home with him too. Right? If I was that paralyzed man, I'd have been like, I don't want to ever see that mat again. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that. Because Why? Because it's a bad memory. It's, it reminds me of my misery. Day after day after day, sitting on that darn mat. But why did Jesus have him pick it up? Almost a memorabilia of some sorts. Not because every time from that moment on for the rest of his life, Jesus didn't want him to think of that mat as his moment of misery. He wanted him to think of that mat as a moment where he encountered God's mercy. So that mat now became transformed into a moment of the most incredible grace he'd ever seen in his life and experienced in his life. So he'd look at the mat and he wasn't reminded of the misery, but he was reminded of the mercy that he didn't even ask for but yet God gave to him anyway because of the faith of his friends, right? And so I think it's super important that we remember those things. There might be things in our life, memorabilia in your life that you might hold on to that might be something that was very painful to go to, through, and you see it, you see the pictures, you see whatever it was, um, that you can now have that transformed into, well, that's a, a time where I encountered God's mercy. Yes, it was painful, but I encountered God's mercy in the midst of it, Right? Um, and so I think that's two things we can do today with it. Kind of take it where you want. Um, to remember those times where, where you went through tough times, but yet God met you right in it. Um, or today, take time to remember your friends. And thanksgiving for those friends of yours that have been relentless in interceding for you before God and constantly just drop you right before Him.
right? Um, maybe you also want to pray for your own kids, your own friends. Who are you praying for today? This is what Mass is about. If we could see what happens at Mass during the offertory, I mean, during the prayers of the faithful, when we say, Lord, hear our prayers and all that, this is our time of intercession. This is where it's as if we are tearing open the roof of the church and lowering your friends and your petitions right down onto the altar, right in front of Jesus, so that He can do something more magnificent in their life than we're even asking Him to do. They didn't ask Him to forgive His sins. They just wanted a physical healing. And Jesus one-upped them. <laughs> so know that Jesus is never outdone. Right? He always sees the bigger picture. We just got to be patient. And don't stop praying. Keep interceding. Keep lowering your friends down before Jesus. And watch over time what God is going to do in their life.